You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Peter Tork, Davy Jones, and uh, Mickey Dolan. Wow, you really nailed it. Holy shit. Okay. Oh, I was, ask me how much I was, I would miss, like, my mother would let me stay home from school to watch the monkeys because I was great. that into them. And she's like, oh, you like the, I remember her saying that like, you like the orchestrations because that song, uh, Goodbye Sleepy Jean, uh, you know, Goodbye Sleepy Jean. Yeah, it's got a whole thing to it. Yeah, I loved, loved. And this was 85. This is when they came. They had that big, that was then, this is now, comeback thing. That was TV. when, you know what that was? That was when Nickelodeon bought the rights to the Monkees show right. and started playing it. Yeah, yeah. it became, it was the, one of the first, uh, one of the, yeah, one of the first things. And it was shown all the time. And I loved it. And I loved, and it was like, I was really interested in even playing music like them. And I really gravitated toward Peter Tork because he was a dork. But I loved Mickey because he didn't seem to have any discernible talent. Yeah, no, Mickey was just kind of always there. It's interesting. Now, flash forward into March, actually a year, a year ago, this probably this week, I went to the Palace Theater and I saw the monkeys, quote unquote. Because, yeah, because well, he'd already died, right? No, Yeah, who? the monkeys are two up, two down. Yeah. Uh, Peter Tork is dead. As Peter is Tork is dead, yes. Peter Torkelson. Uh, he's a really cool guy. I should actually, uh, when uh, last year we did a, a little retrospective on Peter Tork and I played some of his videos and I played some of his music. Um, however, the uh, and um, Davy Jones, the the cheesecake guy, the heartthrob, he died first, mm-hmm. and that's when we found out that one girl uh, who did a rip and then that she's, was weird. And then she saw that we I liked her video and she's like, "Do you guys like the monkeys too?" And we're like, "Oh, boy. less now." Yeah, less now, significantly <laughs> less. I'm not trying to hook up. Although I have a man you could uh, dial up. His yeah. Ryan Van Wick. You know what? It occurred, we have not checked him with Shaq Skywalker in a minute. We should really do that I for... Uh, I, I glance oh, God, by. Is she gone? No, she's still active. She just streams like, uh, this is me talking about Star Wars. Oh, but a bunch of people talk to her about it. She's got a whole thing now. She's, she's moved on. All right. She's moved on. She's moved past. I remember trying to get her hooked up with Ryan Van Wick for a yeah, while. Yeah, that was great. Ryan Van Wick has a big titty goth girlfriend, so whatever. I know, it's so good. Did you see his last video that he put up where he was talking about the books he got? <laughs> no, I didn't. We're going to have to cue that up a little yeah, later. But you know what, up. actually? We're doing a live show tomorrow, yeah, which you hopefully already saw because this is going to come out on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, but I think we should save that video for the live stream because it's very visual. <laughs> the fuck? It's, it, 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 
I would love. I, I no, no, no. I can't wait for that. Honestly, um, we could play it live and 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 in living color. And where I'm actually, because this is something that I, I've been thinking about, and uh, I'm trying to get uh, I'm trying to get my head right and feel better about it. So I've been working harder at work, and people have been like noticing, and it's very weird for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> You're going through that phase. I get it. Yeah, I, I am. I'm, I'm going through one of the phases where like all the texts, I just let them live. And I'm like, yeah, as long as you get, you know, like they have, they do a thing called a sign out where they just have to email me like a like a screenshot of the iPad thing that they have signed out. And I'm like, okay, cool. And now I'm just like calling them like, okay, well, so what are you going to do today, man? I'm like, what's going on? Like, what's your plan? How you feeling? Like, is anything sketchy? And they're all like weird that I'm talking to them all the time. <laughs> it's very strange. But um, uh, switching gears, uh, for Ryan Van Wick, uh, listener Lily, right? She used to live in Indiana. That's uh, a friend of ours. And she has warned Ryan Van Wick against going to the Cryberry, Crybaby Bridge because she says that it is bullshit. Oh, okay. She says, I went to college uh, near there, and I grew up uh, two hours north of Indianapolis. Ryan is my Indiana hero, but I don't want him to waste his time and money on a bridge that don't cry. Yeah, but what? How Would she live at the bridge? She doesn't know. No, but it like kind of has an idea. It but. isn't about going to the Crybaby Bridge. That's true. It's, it's about, about getting a hand job in yeah. whatever fucking sad car they have. I drove to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to see the band Melatonin play in the late 90s, a band that was on Bifocal Media, an emo <laughs> band. And it wasn't about going to see them. God. For a second, when you said it, I, I thought you said Millencolin. So that would have been very <laughs> you know weird. What? This it is might just, as well have this been. This is less weird. But yeah, drove, drove my Dodge Neon in this girl. And she, you know, I thought that uh, we could get to know each other in a long drive with a, somebody being a captive. And it didn't work out that way. No, that's never how that works Never out. works out that way. See Dan Bassini. See Dan? <laughs> it's true. You know, Dan Bassini's got his shit now. But he, uh, he's, he started his quest with Overnight Drive by uh, driving a woman cross country. And she ain't give him none. She didn't give him no leg. You know, he tried. He tried. He, he got his... one leg up. Yep. And then the uh, then uh, it was like a Karate Kid thing where somebody else swept the leg. <laughs> and she not only that, but the the injustice, the indignity of hearing her slam somebody else while he was lying in the room next door. That does happen, though. You know, yeah. there's no way around it. That's right. That's when you just turn the air conditioner up. I honestly think, I don't think you can be a self-adjusted man and not hear the woman that you were trying to plow get plowed by somebody else in the next yeah. room through, like, thin walls that aren't even sheetrock. They're just, like, uh, wood veneer. Yeah. Slam walls, I just, like to call them. <laughs> slam walls, exactly. Slam walls. You hear the belt buckle drop, click, clink, clink, and the, then it's on. You hear the slurps, the, Slurp. the gentle smacks. <laughs> you hear the the, the sound of, of something wet moving in and out of something that's also wet. The sound of a hushed, ow, ow, ooh, ow, uh, ooh, ow, ow. oh, no, I'm fine. Ooh, 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 and then silence, and then, ooh. Okay, then you know he's like going down, like... Giving kind of like us because she's concentrating on coming because she wants to. She wants one takeaway from this. Experience. I'm just trying to play Star Fox so I don't have to focus <laughs> on this, but it's not working. You know, I like those those videos that uh, porn videos where it's where they play Star Fox. No, there's a whole genre of porn porn videos called distracting my trying to distract my girlfriend from playing video games, and it's guys like trying to fuck them and then fucking them, but they're still playing the video games, which shows you how little. Unless a woman's very into it, how little sex feels good. <laughs> yeah, there's like, 
there are some things that just shouldn't be explored, and that's one of them. Like, that's just one of those that only exists because we've strayed so far from God's light. Well, you know Andrew, what I mean? Andrew, I would I'd love to take your expert opinion seriously, but I, you just, we had a... <sighs> yeah. we, we had a... What we do is we do a... Uh, well, it's called a... Which, <laughs> it's a debrief. No, no, which is what we should do before everyone, because when we go in cold or we go in dry, as I like to say during conference calls, don't come at me, um, so to speak, uh, and... We have like a chemistry read where Andrew and I catch up, even though we see each other every other day. There's always something to be talked about. I have discovered tonight, and Andrew has vetted this, has been okay with talking about this. I've discovered tonight that Andrew no longer watches pornography. Correct. Now, fascinating, because I think every man worth his salt watches a little porn. Every man, as a great man once said, every man has his porn. So, why not you? All right. You know, so, is this a piety thing? Is this... What is it? Partially. Partially a piety thing. Um, You're not into that, though. I I converted to Catholicism not that long ago, and I didn't want to tell you because I knew you'd be fucking weird about it. Are you kidding? Uh, <laughs> damn it. I could have let that roll. Really I could have let that roll for, like, straight through episode 300 of me turning Catholic and you getting really weird. As That'd Pearl, be fun. As Pearl Jim said, we have a state of love and trust. I um, believe you, whatever you say. No, no. All right. So, I uh, this is a three-folds thing the first Love was it. i uh i got to meet and record a woman who i cuffed off to many times as a young man which was gina fine erica boyer erica boyer <laughs> erica Aleniak. Um, <laughs> i didn't know she didn't did no porns so because uh, we did that self-defense record uh with angelique try me and yeah she's a fascinating person and like I, I would be so if I ran into her in the street, I would like lift her over my head. I'd be so happy to see her. But not, she's not, also not the first time that's happened. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but she's also very damaged. And okay, you know, that's, and damaged. That's is that what you're putting on her, or is that what she? That's what I'm portraying. putting on her. But that's also what she's portraying. You know, like is it, she acting like brain damaged, fucked up, or is she no. acting just like I've had a hard life? I mean, she's up. certainly lived pretty hard. But uh, I mean, have you never listened to the Angelique interview? No. God damn, you gotta listen to that. Um, I listened to the record when that came on. I was like, actually, you know what though? Because I have everyone's listened to the record, but I have the full three-hour interview, <laughs> which is not like there's not a ton of outtakes worth putting up. Like, there's no reason to put the whole thing up. Um, I but think you it's should. that's that was a dark three hours. That was like pretty wild. I, I think you owe it to the world to put that up. I, if Why I still have it, I guess up? I would. I mean, it's fine. I guess I'd have to ask her. Right? It's like, you know, it's not... Uh, no, she got don't. editorial fucking control on that interview. Oh, boy. Um, oh, great. Fucking... <laughs> anyway. Okay. All right, so there's that. Barbara would, Walters and, here editing her own interview. Well, you know, this is a woman who has, like, who's had sex on tape for a long time. Yeah, might want to, like, might want to change her direction at some point. I want to at least give her the option. And to. why not with a with you, <laughs> with un, with you guys? Of sure. Course. Why not? Okay, sure. Hey. All right. Uh, all right. So there was that. And then I also, in, I want to say, like, 2015 or something like that. All right. Uh, me and a bunch of people from the Chalk Factory were like out after a, a training thing in San Francisco, and I met another porn star from the same basic era, like a much older woman now. Uh, Jason Branch. Jason Branch. It was uh, fuck, what was her name? Damn it, Terry Weigel was the Terry one. I was, Weigel. No, wow. I, did, I didn't meet Terry Weigel. Um, but no, it was uh, Letha Weapons. Holy shit. You remember, you remember Letha Weapons? I yes. remember Letha Weapons. Um, wow. Met Letha Weapons. 
uh, who was, again, very nice. And, like, whatever. Like, I didn't, like, hang out with Lethal Weapons all night. It was just, like, a weird thing, and then it was over. Yeah. But also, like... It's, like, not... Uh, you know when, like, you know your spark plug's not working? You know? And, like, like your shit's day. not idling right? And yeah, it's just Yeah. Just like that. Like, something, something just wasn't working there. Right. Uh, and then... And neither of these things stopped me. It was just like, oh, that's interesting. And Did then, you feel sorry for this person at any point? Or were you just like, oh, boy. Like, little both. Little felt sorry. Little... But you know that they've, they've chosen their own. Yeah, and that's also... that's uh, Me feeling sorry for a porn star is very foolish. You know, it's... Uh, for anyone who's chosen their own path yeah. in life. Unless they're, they're like in bondage and fucking in chains and have been like trafficked. Yeah, which, which she might have. Maybe. And I, I mean, she didn't say anything about it if she did. Um, and then I watched a a video that was on Twitter of now I forget this woman's name. Uh, Alex Gray. Alex Gray. Um, I'm ninety not, percent sure it was Alex Gray, but now I I don't know. Now I'm second guessing myself that we're recording. Who did like a like a selfie video? It was like talking about something or other. Like I think it was like her dog was sick or some shit like that. And there, this person is developmentally delayed. There's, there's, there's no way around it. Like this person is truly, truly not functioning at the same level as people walking around is. Yeah, of course. Um, and those three experiences, I was good. I was all right. Like that last one knocked me, knocked me out of the game. And this is fairly recent. This is a couple months ago. I don't know. I like I maybe my brain will calcify and I'll get back into it when I'm like 47. <laughs> but like, so you yeah. were an avid porn fan before? No, not really. I mean, I, I never even had like a go-to porn search. Right. That's what I mean. Because you never were never like a big porn. Yeah, it was, just, always, it was just it was I a utilitarian always... thing that would be around. And what would your search be when you like just generally like just because it's like if you didn't ha- weren't that particularly into porn anyway. What was like? What that's you, when you let the algo guide you. You just like, it, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, let's click on this. I know click a on lot this, of people you know. who are like that. I get into this discussion with more people than I probably should, but they're just like, I don't really search for anything. I just go on Pornhub and no, just I mean, like the first thing I find hot, which is generally now that I've noticed, I, now that I think about it, when I've gone on Pornhub, like and I just look at the algo real quick, it's mostly like stepfather fucks teen daughter, teen stepdaughter before mom gets home, that kind of thing, <laughs> or like and there's like weird COVID videos and whatever, but like. So that the that's kind of like uh, that shit doesn't even bother me though. Like that, like that fake video taboo stuff. It's like all right, whatever. Well, I don't what care. Most, like that's that's what most of porn is now, though. Yeah. It's literally a yeah, dude it's... with who bought a tripod on Amazon for his iPhone with like a, a, a fucking microphone that he got for a hundred bucks at Best Buy and the like road that, fucking hot shoe mic, right? And like that webcam, like, and then suddenly they're a porn producer mm-hmm. and they actually make a lot of money doing it. No, oh, I'm not surprised because it's a two. It's not even a two camera shoot. It's a two angle shoot because you're using a webcam and then you're using a phone and then like you might be hand holding something. But people, you get a, you actually make decent money on Pornhub doing that. Yeah. So, so basically, what now I that it's easier than ever to make money. To get content out there, content out there, and make money as a porn star, why would you duck out now, thinking that it's something immoral or bad? It's not. It, immoral is not the right word for it. It's 
do you ever see like do you ever cut yourself and you look into the wound and it's real rough and then <laughs> no. you try and eat later and you're like oh god no, i'm thinking about that wound no charles manson i okay. haven't looked into the wound oh you gotta look into the wound <laughs> it's very important to look into the wound look into the um, fucking wound so yeah it's not about like i have no moral objection in pornography right. i don't care it's it's whatever I legitimately like i i think i said it a few episodes ago whatever your limit is i'm probably willing to entertain somebody going further it's just kind of whatever right. but i looked into the wounds yeah. I don't like looking at the wound. It would make me happy. There are times where I look into the wound and I don't like what I see, especially yeah. what I watch things that are like nervous amateur, first time, not sure she wants to I do it. I thought you were going to say live leak, which is... That's, well, that's, they get yeah. lively. They do. I Lately, my porn searches have been like odd because I like watch. I like finding people You've who You've been are, in the house too long. Yeah, really. I know. I, I uh, What I do now is I will think about something that happened in my life. Like spank bank, right? And then I think about it. Then I finish it off with some porn or vice versa. So now, like obviously you're a man. You're only flesh and blood. Correct. So now uh, what do you do? You're just spank banking 100%. Yeah. And I'm also like I'm, I'm very hands off these days. Like okay, yeah. I'm on like a maybe once a week. Regimen like a Bill Bixby, like I fucked up, bing, 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 bing. Yeah, yeah, like it's I am uh, not even fucked up. You're just like on a you're on like a soul quest. Yeah, I'm on. Uh, it's interesting. I'm basically Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this about me. <laughs> I I kind of maybe look uh, yeah. like him. So yeah, so I'm 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 very very like hands off. Yeah, I'm good. I'm all set. Wow. All right. Well, that's interesting. And I thought that I <laughs> that's a little weird interview of Andrew. Yeah, here we are. No, because it's uh, that's really fascinating, and I find people's porn habits, man, woman, whatever, uh, very interesting. Yeah, do, talk, do whatever you want to do. Do your OnlyFans, which is free, by the way. Um, it is every week. Uh, I say OnlyFans is free, and every week somebody catches like a little <laughs> miniature case with me over it. So now I'm just gonna say it every week. OnlyFans uh, is free. You know, I love that OnlyFans has. Um, uh, Put up the content for free. Yeah, it's great. It's great. No, it's like, uh, well, there's a lot of people on my timeline who are low-key, uh, my various timelines, who are low-key promoting their OFA. Of course. Of course, because you can take your, I mean, I love the model of taking your clothes off for dudes who DM you and you would never fuck them. And now <laughs> you force them to pay you to like have like a kind of a, because you still have the same phone. So you have like a grainy picture of like you on a bed. With like music that you can't hear in the background, and it looks kind of like it's like Olin Mills, or it's kind of like a it's like just by proxy that you were on the phone with your mom ten minutes ago. It's yeah. kind of like a greasy front-facing camera now, <laughs> and like, and then you're like, oh yeah, classic, like a homemade video just for you, and I'm touching my pussy. And it's that, like that makes me think of a thing. Sure. Do you remember that we not that long ago talked about um, kayfabe? Sure, which actually came up pretty recently wider because uh they were talking about it on joe rogan so it's just right. like it's it's whatever um but kayfabe very important to understand if you want to understand the world at large yeah new phenomenon that's going on now which is the phenomenon of the pay pig are you familiar with pay pigs dudes who are financially dominated precisely yeah. yes now you take the idea the concept though the whatever of a pay pig and then lay it on to modern life. And I'm not gonna poison I'm not gonna poison the well. You tell me Sick. what you see. 
that's another one of those concepts that'll be very, very good to know going forward. The concept of the pay pig. Sure. So fuck around with that a little bit in in non OFA terms and see what you come up with. So uh so people that you would kind of drag along by their suspenders and make them buy you things. Hmm. I don't know. But it's like less than a sugar daddy, but it's more it's, it's more than a sugar daddy, exactly. but it's less than a boyfriend. Yes. It's it's a very specific pathos. Sure. And it's a very specific Well it's it's actually it's it's <sighs> there's there's people in 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 society it's funny because in society of pay pigs in video games, that's why I quit playing World of Tanks. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't keep up with the pay pigs. I couldn't keep up. They call them whales in in gaming because I couldn't keep. Because I would have, I would just like grind and build my little tanks, and then you'd have a pay pig who bought the fucking German mouse like right off the bat. It spent ninety nine dollars. It's mental. Like, jump off your fucking balcony, and they would just kill everybody and be like, ha ha ha! I get satisfaction out of this. It's the same thing where you have like a sugar ma a sugar. Mommy, you have like a, a, you know, you're a sugar daddy and you have like, like sugar, you got a sugar baby, sugar babies. Exactly. That's what they're called. Sugar babies. And they, uh, don't want to have no touching at all, but they will take your money and they'll show you what they got. I dated a woman who had made a man buy her new pillows once. That's mental. Sent her $250. I saw it real time. And then it took her like four hours to buy pillows. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. That's mental. <laughs> I mentally checked out. And like I was dating her. But I was like, am I getting cucked by Yeah, the good, good question. Good like, question. I'm not buying, spending $250. I don't think I've spent $250 on pillows in my life. I don't even know where you would find a $125 pillow. Because I assume you're getting two of them, right? She's, I guess she wanted two with really the posturepedic. Wow. Oh. Just, high, yo, like, it, fucking my pillows are like 20 bucks, man. Yeah, Just and they have, a pla- they have a plastic water bottle inside of them. Um, but this is occurring to me as we're talking about this in real time. It's occurring to me that it's not just the concept of the pay pig. It's the weird codependency between the pay pig and yeah. whatever the model that's the thing that you need to try and apply to modern life because you need you if you just apply the pay pick it doesn't work when you apply the expectations of the model then it becomes very interesting so there you go go forth and do some research you're inside all day anyway you got nothing else to do just sit around and think right. just sit around and think about hard things it's so fun i love it i started playing chess on my phone oh that's great of hard things that's really good i started getting really discouraged because i'm like am i really stupid because i keep getting beat like easily and then, because I, I was playing it on hard, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm I'll down. give you my uh, my Laszlo Polgar chess book. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe I can play chess at shows. Yeah, do it. Yeah. So no one else has all, done that before. And, <laughs> an Albany tradition, playing chess at shows. Um, have I ever showed you the Laszlo Polgar chess book? No. Laszlo or Polgar sounds like somebody who is very attractive. It's. I doubt it. Um, I'm looking Laszlo. for something in the room to illustrate how thick this book is. And there's right. nothing. I got something for you. It's a book as thick shit. as that wine bottle is. It's like, it's ridiculous. Wow. Like you pick, it's like a cinder block to pick up. And all it is, is just pages and pages of like chess openers and counters. And it's fascinating. I want to isolate that, what you just said and uh, make a YouTube video that says Andrew finally talks about his cock. <laughs> it's like as big as a wine bottle and you just pick it up and it's like so fat. And it's hot. So thick. It's in my hand right now, and it's getting odd. So anyways, Andrew, you're in a lively discussion on Twitter. I am, yeah, yeah. Andrew's in a Twitter argument while we're recording. Which it's is all good. Always, we're finishing. Is, we're done. We're finishing. <laughs> I thought you were, um, 
But speaking of porn, I have, uh, uh, just to get out of the way, I have um, our Steve Hurley clip of the week. Yes, bring it on. All right. Here, this Disgust is, me. Look me. Look Make me look well, into the wound. This is from uh, the Catalina Video Daddies. And this is something I want to do because I think Catalina Videos are, this is the Catalina production, the, the gay porn production company called Catalina. Um, and they have like, above and beyond, like the best they've ever been. Like the best gay, I guess this is one of the best, some of the best film ever and definitely some of the best gay porn ever. Some of the best porn ever. But they did a lot of like very expensive, awesome shoots and like a lot of like outdoor shots and even chopper shots and shit like those. Really weird, but they're really good and their acting is purposely bad but good. And and it started a whole subgenre within gaming circles called gay kino, which started with Steve Rambo saying, "Oh shit, I'm sorry." And I'm sure you've seen the clip if you're like a real memester. But I guess this was like five years ago when it first started off. But it's amazing now, and. Well, this is uh, called Daddy's Teenage Turn-On, which is centered around Steve Hurley driving a Buick Roadmaster. Uh, no, it's like, a, it's like a Buick Century. And he drives by uh, the bus station in Palm Springs and sees this dude. And then he brings him to uh, his house where dude... Oh, it's, this is a running theme in a lot of gay porn movies is that there's somebody's always working on their house, which is a weird flex. <laughs> like so bizarre. Well, it's a weird, it's a weird like gay flex. Cause it's like, not only do I own a house, but I'm having guys work on yeah, it. Yeah. I've got a man who works for yeah, me. Yeah. I've got like mad money. So this is basically uh, Steve Rambo or Steve Hurley flexes this guy and the painters have to listen. looking pretty good. Thanks. I like the wall color you picked out. Good choice. We're going back to my room. Keep up the good work. <laughs> yeah. You guys are not thrilled about it. That's However. the only person who looks like a legitimate painter here. <laughs> And then oh, wait, the, are these guys going to start to fuck that? Yeah, one shot. of the painters. Sh- He's painting in his underwear? Yeah, oh, and the no. painter starts getting really turned on. Holy shit. Back to work. I don't want them to come out here and find you doing that. Uh-huh. Take it all the way in. Oh, boy. I think he's coming right here. I think I'm Catholic. I think it happens. I want to believe that your turn away from porn started with, with watching these videos. It didn't help. Everybody got paid here. Nobody doing this against their will. Oh, God. Oh, God. Ah. Fatwa. All right. So it's uh, Steve Hurley licking his fingers after fucking, fucking hell. somebody. Yes, uh, that's, uh, Steve Hurley asked us to put that in. It's one of his videos from way back when, before we knew him. Uh, however, I talked to somebody the other day who thought that we actually hired Steve Hurley. That's so fun. I love when that happens. And guess what? I kept it going. We, uh, so they're finding out right now that we're, we're bullshit. Like a decade ago, me and Patrick did videos in the store I worked in. 
and he made an offhand comment about how I was a millionaire because it was a very nice store. Oh, yeah. To this day, every now and then, somebody will still like oh. roll through and ask if I'm a millionaire. It's so weird. Con- I love it. Conversely, I convinced the entire city of Albany that I was the touring guitarist for Ariel Pink. I remember that. That was great. <laughs> it was a fucking excellent move. And to this day, people think it is, and people think I have money. And how was it? And I, I, people think, like somebody, uh, about a year ago, somebody said, oh, I just thought you were like a dude who like does music and doesn't have to work. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm like, I just like structure, so I work. I just, yeah, I just like, <laughs> like having somewhere to go. <laughs> yeah, I just like having somewhere to go. You know, I like, you know, I didn't really, my lifestyle never really changed, but my bank balance did. That's something I've said before. Pretty good. Like, it's just, if you say absurd shit and people choose to believe it, then that's not your fault. Oh, that's on them. That's I it. I love it. I love it. I love, uh, I love the games. Fun and games. So, um, you don't watch porn. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brian Dennehy died. I know. It's sad. And, uh, it's very sad for everybody. I was in the Whole Foods parking lot when you sent me the text. And I, I sat there and I had a little memorial for Brian Dennehy. That's where you jerked off. In the Whole Foods parking lot. It's the only place I can. Like, oh, yeah. oh, so this is a Whole Foods thing. <laughs> this is a Whole Foods thing. Yes, <laughs> this exactly. This is a whole damn Foods thing. And you watch, you watch like uh, somebody in a Patagonia jacket walk in the Whole Foods. I watch people like, yeah, walk up to yeah. the hot bar and then get disappointed that it's closed because yeah. of COVID and that just gets me. I saw that when I went to Whole Foods. It was great. And the people working there are went from being like hippy-dippy, like, like not washed out, but like leveled up from the co-op. And now they're like, oh, I want health insurance and real money. Like, like mo- real money for, it's not real money, but real money for like, I was, I was working in Haba making nine thirty an hour. And now I'm making eleven twenty an hour. Uh, I saw the co-op is having a full on revolution right now. Oh, they are. Yeah. Do tell. Yeah. There's apparently because management wouldn't kowtow to whatever, insane like off the cuff everybody gets a say fucking demands they had about safety cool uh that now i don't know what's going on there but uh there's this wow some sort of a walkout if uh if i remember right i don't know if it happened or if it was being hey, planned every but, time yeah. i go there i can't find somebody who works there anyway i'm so saying right fine. jesus i'll just well if you go there you know what you need so why don't you just fire like if I 70%. go there, it's because the band is in town and they want to go there. So I know what I need, which is just to walk over to the seating area and sit down. Because <laughs> I'm not shopping there. I'm not spending money there. Why can't you just go to Whole Foods like everybody else? I'm saying, right? And this isn't even a good Whole Foods, but I'd no. gladly take it over the stupid co-op. It's fine, and it's got an Amazon box. So whatever. I think everyone does now. Do you think Twitter should have a track phone? Uh, Yeah. Do you think it has a track phone where you can just set up a burner account and it looks real? Yeah, that's what Twitter is. Twitter is just 5 billion burner accounts. No, no, but I think people really like, especially people who want to get verified. Well, all right, that's Twitter is 100,000 blue check marks and 400 million fucking burner accounts calling them names. I that's find it. the cult of micro celebrity revolving around Twitter and blue check marks fascinating. It's really wild. I find it so fascinating. We're like, I've been doing this for X amount. I was on this TV show and I can't get my blue check mark. And then there's somebody who like, as a joke, asked for a blue check mark and they got it. No, I was talking no, to one. There's no, you did. Yeah, we got one. You did. Yeah, well, self-defense got one. Oh, yeah, I know that. But, but the No, uh, I didn't get one. What, the, what are they going to verify? Like, that's me what as? I mean. No, it's like, well, yeah, you know, we are known. Self-defense is a known entity, of course. But um, what does it mean? Like, what is it? Nobody's ever able to explain what it means. 
Like, I am really on Twitter. I mean, that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to verify <laughs> that you are who you say you are and that you're somebody of note. Wow. Which is so pathetic. It's, it's unbelievable. So <laughs> it's, it's like... like uh, yeah, micro-celebrity. Now more than ever because everything's online. And it might always be online. Um, seems that way. Yeah. I was walking around today. I uh, I took my own advice that I broke quarantine. Fucking walked around, no mask. Wait, you were you. on. You were under quarantine. Yeah, I was under quarantine. Really? Yeah. Okay. Up until like at this point, almost a week ago, when I was finally like, "Fuck it, I, this is this is too much. This is not going the yeah, right way." Yeah, I was staying home from uh, home a lot, and then I was just like, "I'm just gonna live my life." Yeah, and, no, that's it. But I mean, I'm living my life, and also, I mean, this is the way it could be if everybody just did this. Yeah. Like. Okay, so somebody has to take my temperature before I get a table at a fucking exactly. Restaurant. Or like, okay. yo, know, like if you refuse to let me into your establishment and wearing a mask, I'll go somewhere else. Or like, fucking whatever. Like, doesn't make a difference. Um, but I'm, today, I'm walking around and buying socks at Target, yeah. and everybody is doing this thing where they turn to go down the aisle and they see like, that I'm whoa. there, and they go whoa, and they walk back around yeah. and they go somewhere else. Um, I love it a lot. It'd be cool you know, if life is just like this for a while. I was on. I was at Target yesterday, and it's the same thing. And what I really love it, because uh, when people, <laughs> I went in and I went to get like one of those handhold baskets, and I stopped because I had a, you know, I was obviously going to sanitize my hands before I pick up that thing. And the person, the woman behind me, I heard somebody behind me go, "Whoa!" And I turned around, and it was a woman who wasn't paying attention and got too close to me because she was on the I phone. I should have coughed. Fuck. And I should have been like, oh, I don't feel so good. Where, where's the, uh, where's, Can you check my temperature? where's the ibuprofen? Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, but there's a lot of things that are obviously like panic buy, but then people think differently. There's like a gigantic, there was like a fucking industrial size ibuprofen just like chilling in an aisle. And I'm just like, I, I bought it out of spite. 360 tablets. I'm just like. I get a headache sometimes. You know, it's just going to kill you. Don't take that. No, I only take two at night when I get a headache because I the, the pillows I sleep on don't give me much uh, support. You need a pay pig. I do need a pay pig, goddammit. No, I don't know where I'm going to find a pay pig. But yeah, the, the target experience is it's crazy because there's people who are like urban commandos and have like tactical masks. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. It's out of control. But there's also people who just have like... Well, for example, people like me, I just put a shirt sleeve on my face. And well, it does the same thing. That it's got me thinking. Because today I watched two Target employees. One had a full-on, like he was working in a wood shop in 95 mask. Yeah. And one guy had a bandana. And they were just working next to each other. The two things that jumped out at me. First of all, if everybody's wearing a mask, nobody should be bad that I'm not. Because it doesn't make a fucking difference. Right? Like, that means that sure. we're just... It's, it's even. The only time that that equilibrium gets ruined is when somebody else walks in without a mask so calm down secondly so all right because we were told for a long time that masks did nothing i looked at it today it, it, they do nothing i mean unless it, you're it's for people who are sick well here's like, the deal like there was there was a big push to say they did nothing and then there was the walk back but then everybody they had a bunch of medical professionals go on and be like look here's the deal our masks are fitted very specific. Basically, a bunch of people came out and really inelegantly said, unless you have $200,000 in medical <laughs> debt, you don't know how to put a mask on. Right. That went pretty fucking poorly. Sure. Um, and now, it's now I think we're demanded that we wear masks. That's, that's like an actual it's demand from the state. That was a thing. It's, it's suggested by the state. Yeah. I spent all this morning talking to 27 different techs who were calling me saying, well, so what does this mean for us? I'm like... And I had to explain to every single person that no, you won't get a 
ticket or as people like to say because everybody wants to be a first responder or hard you know that <laughs> everybody wants to invoke their fucking Oriole Palmer and be like okay you've got two masks two rebreathing units of fire like that kind of thing like people really want to be like so people use the term issued a citation instead of getting a ticket. Of course. Like language is really fucking breaking down and dying. And we'll talk mm. about that in a minute. Lawyer speak. Lawyer speak. First responder speak. Like watching too much live PD speak. Like, oh, I had to issue him a citation because he was playing with his dog and it wasn't his dog in the park. That's never. No, no. It's, we live in a state. Say what you will. I mean, at least we live in a state where they won't give you a ticket or pull you over. For not wearing a mask in your own car. Even and if they had, do, but have I you ever had, gotten a ticket at work? You just give it to the job and let them right. handle it. Well, that's what I, I told them, though. I was like, because I was talking to these dudes, and I, I part of my job is to manage services, so I have like technicians who report to me or whatever. So I'm just like, guys, if you get a ticket for not wearing a mask, send it to me. I promise you. I will guarantee you that shit won't happen. I'm not talking about a speeding ticket because you get enough of those. But I'm talking about a actual citation for not having a mask on. You can send those to my home address. Yeah, right. And I put up the home address in a notepad like thing on the fucking on the, the meeting and they all started laughing. I'm like, I'm not kidding. They're not issuing citations. No, absolutely. That not. is an absolute drain of drain of uh, on manpower and it will never happen. And but people are like loving being like first red light cameras. Now, if I don't wear a mask to take my kid to a doctor appointment, they're going. You should. I mean, if your kid's sick, you should. They should both have masks on. But um, you know, it's like, all right, take my kid to the doctor's. I'm not going to. Uh, like, if you're going to the doctor's office, yes, that's what they're talking about. Like, if you're in a, a position where you have to sit down and wait, or if you're in a position where you have to go to like the Target. Yeah. Yeah, you should wear a mask. It might not help. It couldn't hurt. You know, that's the thing. Nobody has, like, not everybody has N95s, but you can put, you know, whatever on your face, cotton. Well, whatever. they say it's something like a cotton mask might only offer, like, 20% protection or that's, something like that. I mean, if you're a healthy person, that's all you need. Andrew just showed yeah. me some graphs. It's oh, like, yeah. like, if you're young and able, you won't die. That's what, the, that's what all the numbers say right now. And if you're really, if you're old and you fucked up and you have diabetes and all that other shit that also causes you to die. Yeah. This will just help that along. And I'm then, d- d- fucking sure protect the old but free the young. Man, we're we're done with this. Yeah, we're we're, we're we're done. Yeah, but so the thing change, is so let's say that a mask only offered like a a shirt sleeve offers 20% protection and that's it. It's fine. Well, if masks do nothing as was already claimed by every expert on earth, then we're at a stalemate and it doesn't matter. And if they work 100%, then to you wearing the mask, it doesn't matter. And if they only work 20%, well, then we're still at a fucking stalemate. <laughs> you like, like, can we not game theory this out? Like, right. it doesn't make no, a difference. No. If you want to wear a mask and knock yourself out, but like, if, if we're going to try and guilt people over it, you need to at least do the fucking basic calculus first. That's the thing. And people just, uh, and it's because people are very reactionary. And we all know this. People are very reactionary and they read the headline and they don't read the story. I told my parents today and they're like, oh yeah, well, you got, they got cameras on the highway that'll show. Oh, yeah, you're obsessed with these cameras. I'm like, well, there are cameras on the highway that show if you don't have a mask on and then they'll pull you over. And I was like, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> they're just, DOT is measuring traffic because they're trying to widen the north line. I know that. But it's going to be a long time. That has nothing to do with wearing a fucking mask in a county that has less than 100 cases. Say, you in lunatic. your car? What are you talking about? Right. In my car, I'm going to be naked. 
whatever. Seriously, yeah, like fucking no, yeah, come on. But I'll tell you what, the, if they say tomorrow you must wear a mask when you leave the house, yeah. I'll be the first one to be like, fucking cite me, whatever. I don't care. If I can, you, you know what? You better shoot me if you think I'm putting a mask on because you tell me I have to. Well, Having said that, <laughs> calm the fuck down. What are you kidding me? Please. Well, what I this is the last thing I'll talk to talk about uh, Corona related because we got a lot of other wonderful stuff. I got one more about. after this. Oh, Andrew got one more. So I got, got one more. <laughs> I've got one more. We're trying to limit. We're trying to pare down the Corona. Talk. Much like the the quarantine, we're just trying to put it behind us. Yeah, we're trying to flatten the Corona curve uh, for overnight drive. We're we're just trying to lessen. But I got one thing. Now, what people aren't talking about, and I've experienced in my job, if you're working from home, which a lot of you are, I've talked to some of our fans, and a lot of you are, there's something called executive function disorder, and it's actually what's happening to a lot of people that I work with, where it's like, it's called time blindness. Are you familiar with that? No, this sounds fun. It's an inability to plan for and keep in mind future events. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know a lot of people affliction <laughs> right. with this. It's, and it happens when there's a major event and there's nothing you can do about it where people just wake up and they're like, uh, and you have to work from home. You're taken out of your element. It happens to like tank commanders in, in combat. It happens right. to like pilots where um, you have difficulty stringing together actions to meet long-term goals. You have trouble organizing materials and setting schedules, trouble controlling emotions or impulses, and you have difficulty analyzing or processing information. And that's what's happening to a lot of people based on your Facebook posts and your Instagram stories. Uh, And I would just urge you to uh, maybe listen back to what I just said. Because it's happening to me a I got little two. bit. I got I had one. Now I have two. Okay. Um, uh, it's gonna be. This is might be a you ought to know coming up. Yeah, so yeah. Get, get ready. Right. Fucking strap it. I'm gonna try and keep it low. I want. Yeah, I don't want to get keep heavy. It low. Um, keep it on the low. Um, but as Mario once said, but um, the that's what's happening right now. Is this a, all of a sudden? And I brought it up at, a, at our like my big meeting at work, and people were really. Like, it was one of those things where like if you're a stand up com- comic and you bomb. And there's just that silence and then that pregnant pause and then you go on to the next and thing. You like it, yeah, yep. That's okay. what happened. Where I'm like, has anyone ever, like, how's everybody doing? Because, like, you know, there's this thing that's, like, executive function disorder, which is happening to a lot of people. Like, it's been studied. It's been happening to a lot of people. There's a month of study about it. It's happened to a lot of people working from home. And I just want to make sure everybody's okay, blah, blah, blah. The rare time I put my neck out for people I work with and the people who are under me. Nobody gave a fuck. No, of course Which not. is executive function disorder <laughs> incarnate because nobody cares and nobody wants to listen to people. It's like selective listening. It's what happens with children whose brains aren't developed. You're going back to that child where you're like, I don't know what to do and I don't want to do it. Whatever it is, I don't want to do it. And it's, it's happening a lot. So I hope that people are okay uh, with that. And I think that people who are still working uh, outside of the home Although you're, you know, susceptible to COVID or whatever, but you're young and you're strong and you'll get through it. Even if you get it, you might get like a fever. Like you people get, get over in like three, three to five days. Just don't go see your folks for a couple of weeks. You're fine. I got into an argument with somebody yesterday when they were, when I was talking about the same kind of thing. And they're like, but it fucks you up permanently in the lungs. I'm no. like, all right, cool. Cite that. And they just sent me an article that had no citations. I'm like, that's not a citation. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? And I, I, white paper, NIH, like. Um, all right. So two things. One, Facebook. I accidentally logged on Facebook proper a couple of days ago. Actually, I think sure. yesterday. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of you are on there. I know the friend zone still exists. I know a lot of you like talk to people on there. You all sound like you've got a stick in your brain. It's unbelievable. It's, do you ever like sit in a car with three really dumb people? 
Yeah. You can't add to that. You know what I mean? Like, even if you add to it, you're just adding to this noisy glop. It's not a real thing. Stop posting things on Facebook. Even if you have the best of intentions, you look like you are you have the stick in the brain. You look like you just been like you fell through the ice and they didn't find you for a little while. Stop with all of it. Stop stop posting links on Facebook. You got a stick in the brain. You know, stop like fucking I can't believe Trump wants to kill you. You have a stick in your brain. What are you talking about? Stop. I beg of you. I beg everybody listening to the sound of my voice to log off of Facebook and never go back. You all sound insane. It's so bad. And the other thing, this was my big one. The postal service is not essential. The band. Or the actual service. The postal service band is more essential than the actual post office. Um, everyone's out there being like, yo, text fucking 611 to 49947 <laughs> to save the post office. If the post office disappeared tomorrow... It would affect your life 0%. Right. You know how I know? Because you've never fucking thought about it before this. The post office has been dire sh- in, in dire straits for a decade, it's... and this is the first time it's ever occurred to you. Right. The post office is a monopoly. They made it illegal to compete with them, and they still can't make it work. You don't save things that do that. Do you know what the post office is? What we, we call it as? It's a place where jobs can exist for jobs' sake. It's make work. It doesn't, it's not a real thing, and it doesn't affect your life at all. The only way the post office closing would affect your life is if you work for the post office, in which case I urge you to find other employment. <laughs> um, and this comes from somebody whose both his parents were, uh, were mail carriers for years. And I made a decent portion of my life on postal money. Yo, none of this, it's its not a real thing. You have to let these things go. And you know why I get so fucking mad when people talk about, like, I don't know, like, what, what's the big one? Everyone, Medicare for all. Everyone's got that fucking, like, that's, sure. that's the big hot button issue right now. No, I, I think if we live in a country this prosperous, we absolutely should be able to not worry about getting sick. That seems very fucking obvious to everyone, including uh, we, me. We prove that we can give everybody 1200 bucks. Right, yeah, exactly. Everybody can get their Reichsmarks from the Fuhrer <laughs> once a month. Like, But why can't we do it once a month? I asked that my father that today, and he's like, well, everyone's trying to do a good job. That's what he said. Yeah, that's not an answer. <laughs> I'm like... You know, that's an answer of somebody who uh, is taxation is theft, but also really likes getting a check, which is yeah. that's a lot of people. It's all well, right. Everyone got real quiet. And I'm not sure that a lot of that st- the stimulus money was being donated anywhere. Oh, no, I don't think so. No, no that was being donated to like West Elm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, I need new glasses. I need the things I like. That's all. I bought glasses. I, yeah, I'm, I can't wait to see these glasses. I'm getting glasses. Um, It's not a real thing. You're doing... You're doing somebody's work when you do that shit, like to, to save the post office, or like, what's, what's, or just like being the fucking Corona cop. You're doing somebody else's work. This isn't an organic thing. And if you have even a half an eye for organic things, you should see that right out of the gate. Right. The post office should fucking crash and burn. The post office turned me into what you see today. I was a perfectly fucking normal person before trying to deal with the bureaucracy of the post office to get a fucking, like, a jacket sent to my house. And that sent me off the fucking rails. Yo, it's not real. 
It's not a real thing. It doesn't need to be there. There are people that can do it much better for cheaper if they were legally allowed to do it. And the only thing stopping them is this disgusting zombified corpse that just <laughs> like, like I, I would much rather have all the people working for the post office collecting the same amount of money in like welfare or some shit like any sure. anything other than. This fake job. It's not a real thing. It exists for work. Let these people just collect fucking... Like, collect public money and do something else with their time. But, like, this is nonsense. This is so stupid. Stop. Stop telling people to text, donate to a government fucking office. Are you kidding me? Are you for real? That's it. That's all I got. Hey, all right. <laughs> I like you were very subtle with the Alanis Morissette. There was, oh, those, yeah, those, I played right. the karaoke version. So I ca- yeah, kind of. I could tell so there was something a, going on. So we don't get a strike. I don't think we get a strike on here. I think it's only on YouTube. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, I like um, you're being very you're being overly mindful of it now, though. It's fun. Well, we're just we're trying to build, fam. <laughs> the overcorrection is we're trying to eat, fam. <laughs> trying to eat, fam. I've got my mind on my money that's and it, my money on my mind. Andrew, I, I couldn't agree more. That's why I didn't say anything. Um, Every experience I've had with the post office has been bunk. And mailmen aren't nice. No. I'll just say that in, in, a, forward, in a customer-facing industry, almost entirely customer-facing, whenever I've asked my landlord, my, uh, landlord, my mailman, like, hey, man, well, I haven't received mail for a week. What's up? I'm waiting for my W-2s. He's like, you got to call the office. Yeah. Well, that, like, that's it's the definitely thing. in your trunk. You've got shit to do. I get it. Just can you get me my mail now that I'm asking you nicely? That's the maddening part of a bureaucracy like that. It's like <laughs> yeah. no, there's no pride in that work because it's not set up to have pride in your work. There's no right. reason to. This is why government programs like this can't work. And that goes across the board. That, that's, that's every single thing. But that's the thing because this is like the ba- ba- apple pie and baseball of like work where it's like, oh, it's the post office. It's just always supposed to be there. Yes. It's just always, and you realize that in the 80s and then going into the 90s, maybe people had other job opportunities and it was always viewed as too big to fail, which is what a lot of government organizations and a lot of big organizations like view themselves at, as as like Amtrak. Amtrak, yeah. Amtrak calls a loss every year, but they keeps they keep it going because Amtrak no hasn't one, made a dollar since I was in like diapers. And I guarantee, if they were allowed, if someone was allowed to do Uber Train, it would be and use the okay. same tracks, like because all the tracks are are, are leased by leased by uh, uh, freight companies anyway. Like every Amtrak runs on Canadian Pacific, CSX, uh-huh. Chessie. Uh, if there were, if Uber train was allowed to jump in and you got on a cool train that was finally appointed and you got to have snacks and there were actual classes like level ups, not like a sleeping car and like gross shit. And there was actual competition like in airlines. It would be a much different story. That's it. No. I mean, it, just find me a government program that we've put into place. And then, I don't know, five years later, looked and we're like, oh, you know what? That didn't work. Let's stop it. That's not how it fucking works. If you make a division or an office or a think tank or whatever the fuck it is, and then their job is not their job. Their job is to every time you go up and draw a budget for them to justify their existence. That's how this whole shit works, which is why I will ne- like no matter how much I think everyone should be able to get their shit paid for by an unbelievably wealthy country. 
that I would never, ever, ever, ever vote for these people who are like, we need to expand these programs. No, you shut all of them down. Every single one. Like, you prosecute people who've been fucking stealing from the leaky bucket. Really, really intense prosecutions. Oh, it's step whoa, away whoa, from whoa, people whoa. hanging from lampposts. Whoa, 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 whoa. Then you do it. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. So, but that's, there you go. Hey, uh, all right. Well, okay. we're done. Are you familiar with the we're movie? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Red Dawn. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, the Wolverines. Exactly. Uh, Andrew, are you familiar with the movie Kelly's Heroes? Yes. Are you familiar Absolutely. with Donald Sutherland? Of course. All right. Well, I've uh, found. What was his account. name in that? Uh, his name was. Uh, it, was uh, it was good. I forgot what it was. It was like a cobber. Right? Yeah. It was. It was just. It was just a really good name. I don't know. His Let's name see. was. Let me see here. Man, name. everyone watch Kelly's Heroes. Great movie. Well, I've got some. His name was Oddball. Oddball. There it is. Yeah, and I've got some a flavor for you. Oddball was the, um, this is how great this movie was. This movie was supposed to take place in World War II. However, mm-hmm. Oddball was the character of a tank commander. Well, it was kind of like a de facto tank commander because his actual tank commander got taken out by a Russian 88. And then he was like, well, fuck it, I'll do it. But he is a hippie. Yeah. In the 40s. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's really good. Mel Brooks. It was, it's so Mel Brooks at hearts. It's really, really good. Featuring Clint Eastwood. Great movie. Telly Savalas. Telly Savalas. Exactly. Kelly's Heroes. Now, <laughs> this is how Donald Sutherland, and I think that uh, No Negative Waves is perfect for what's happening. Yeah. In, yeah. I think that, honestly, I, I started, I, we have, oh, we're going to do a lot, we have some side work, uh, if I may borrow a term from uh, project management that I deal with every day. We've got some side work and some takeaways that we're going to have to double back on, maybe even offline. Boy, no, we've got some after hours. We've got so we've been heads down after hours, which I heard today, which means working for free after five o'clock. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's a really cool, hip way to say fucking we're draining your fucking draining your dick after five o'clock. It sucks, but um, so we're gonna be heads down after hours working on uh t shirts and also some other things for uh all of our our fans. And I don't think I think no negative waves. Is a really good shirt to wear. I also made a shirt that, that said "fuck this" uh, as, a, as like a left chest print. Oh, that's nice. It just says "fuck this." Nice. <laughs> but um, this is uh, Oddball from Kelly's Heroes, featuring Donald, Don, played by Donald Sutherland. And uh, well, if you've ever wanted to tell somebody this, you might as well. Sure. Suppose the bridge ain't there. The premise is that uh, Donald Sutherland. Don't hit me with them negative waves so early in the morning. <laughs> it's still up. <laughs> They're trying to find a way across the Rhine River. The planes are coming, and they're going to take out the bridge. Well, I'm going to rewatch this tonight. It's been a couple it's years since I've watched Kelly really It's a great movie. Featuring Jim Brown. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, it ain't. <laughs> I always wanted to get a t-shirt made of, you know, the shot of him driving the tank in the rain, like, coming through all yeah. triumphant. It's such a great shot. I'd well, love I love to make, that We should get that going. Sending out the negative waves, did Moriarty? Hey, that ain't my fault, Oddball. I've done nothing but have good thoughts about that damn bridge ever since we left. <laughs> what happens now? It looks like we're going to find ourselves another bridge. And where are we going to come up with another bridge? There you go. More negative waves. Have a little faith, baby. Exactly. Have a He's little so faith. good. 
that I am I am Sutherland for president. Have watch been? this and then watch Clute back to back. It's uh-huh. some really good Donald Sutherland. You guys are crazy. Look, when we was in a Bocas country, we was assaulted by them tigers. You know what I mean by assaulted, huh? Well, I mean assaulted. So fucking cool. Why don't you cool. them negative waves? <laughs> Why don't you dig? How beautiful it is out here. <laughs> so good. I'm saying this to you, Andrew. I'm with it. I'm with it. No negative waves. Why don't you dig how beautiful it is out here? He buys, he takes the Nazi, the stolen Nazi treasure and buys a tiger tank. See? What did I tell you? Huh? Now look, the trade for the uniforms I can understand. But to buy this tank, you gotta be crazy. It's a mother beautiful tank. It's a piece of junk. The fuel system leaks all over the place. It's a piece of junk. You know what that is? Negative waves. Always put the negative waves. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Unbelievable. Really good. Yeah, really good. Uh, Kelly's Heroes, the movie. Uh, Donald Sutherland, the actor, playing a hippie in World War II, which is amazing. And uh, it's one of the best. Uh, it's like a dramedy. It's, yeah, I don't know what the fuck, like... I guess you could really just be like, yeah, Clint Eastwood signed on. People would just throw money at it back then. So, cool. Are you familiar with the time that uh, Chuck Berry and John Lennon uh, went on stage together because Chuck Berry was an idol to John Lennon? And unbeknownst to John Lennon, Yoko decided to go on stage also. No. Have you ever heard this? No. All right. John, as we were saying earlier, although you had this admiration for Chuck for this many years, today was the first actual meeting. I met him. Yeah. Like an un like okay, set the stage. Like a wild like personal moment for John Lennon. Like I I can't believe I'm playing with Chuck Berry. Like and Chuck Berry's like, well, this motherfucker's got ninety times the money I do. But say maybe he'll break a little off for me. Million bucks, I'll be set for life. Anyway, be here backing him. That's very lovely. You want to handle this introduction? Yeah. If you were to try, to try and give rock and roll another name, you might call it Chuck Berry, right? In the 1950s, a whole generation worshipped his music, and when you see him perform today, past and present all come together, and the message is, hail, hail, rock and roll, right? Now, Here Yoko, he is, Chuck and now, while he's saying that, Yoko sneaks on stage with a bongo, because he, he told her explicitly, he's like, it's just me and Chuck, like, this is our thing, this is our gig, you're allowed to come, whatever, but like, and Yoko's like, mm, no, I'm still going to come on stage. And I'm sure you know what happens. But they, they, they are like red hot from the start. Real musical chemistry, even though they never played together. And it's the first time they ever met. It's amazing. It's actually really good. This is like my favorite Chuck Berry era, too. Where he's really like kind of circling his rain a yeah, little bit. Yeah, he's like owning restaurants. Yeah. Kind of just like banging hookers. Like, oh, whatever. But also like, oh, you want to play Mike Douglas with John Lennon? Yeah. He's like, yeah, definitely. Sign me up. Sign me up, Jack. The band is tight as hell, playing with John Lennon's band. But that scheming Yoko. You guys, maybe you should have practiced a little bit. I love it. So it's pretty good, going pretty good. It's not bad. Bass is a little too high. Yoko's playing a bongo right now. Probably on the snare beat too. That's like doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense. 
And they're establishing a musical relationship, which is amazing. It's super nice. And... Uh-oh, who's yelling in the background? It's Yoko. Um... And then Chuck Berry is so disturbed that he just starts soloing. <laughs> Doesn't oh, want anything to do no. with anything. Oh, this is really hard to watch. And he does a duck walk. Very yeah. cool. Still got it. is very excited. Right. I expected that to like explode into violence. Well, well the thing is, at the end, Yogo tries to yell into the mic, but the, uh, the the sound engineer wisely chose to cut, cut it mic. off. Jesus! So that was I like the little music musical interlude. That's uh, um, Chuck Berry, most famous for telling a prostitute to smell his fart on video. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, you ever see that? He's like, no. smell my fart. Wow, that's keeps farts in her face. As he, fatwa, as wow. She's blowing him. Oh, fatwa and Chuck Berry. <laughs> Who knew? To, trying to uh, maybe do a, a little felching inhalation of farts thing with her. But um, anyways, uh, Brian Dennehy died. Yeah. Um, and that's sad for a lot of ways because he's like, um, he's like, the world, he's like America's dad. Who, he's America's girlfriend's dad who doesn't like you. I always feel like Brian Denny liked me, though. Yeah, I. you know what? Yes, I do, too. <laughs> I don't know why. I've never said that sentence I, before, I, but I feel like it. Well, I feel like he'd really get along with like a lot of people. He didn't. I was going to play the, the rips first, but I'm going to play some of the, uh, like, he did a lot of, like, weird commercials and stuff. Um, but he has, like, a nice, uh, like, a nice interview here. I mean... Did uh, did you ever watch Tommy Boy? Anyway. Yeah, definitely. I had never seen it up until pretty recently. Right. And his character in it feels very true to life from what I would expect of Brian Denny. He just seems like he's just super fucking happy all the time. It, he has like cool. a Charles Napier thing where, yeah. where you're like, oh, this is always going to be Charles Napier. Or like how John Wayne always played the same character. Yep. He's like, just plays himself. And I like that a lot. But this is an interview uh, from like the mid-2000s with Brian Denny and he's um, like kind of on the skids. But he says a lot of cool things. So I've made all those mistakes in my life anyway as an actor. I mean, I've done every shitty-ass TV show and, <laughs> and uh, you know, policewoman and whatever. You know, because in those days, of course, I was trying to put my kids through college. So right. That's my excuse. I'm I love working it, actors. Does doing yeah. that kind of work, policewoman, whatever it is, does it take its toll on you as an artist? Well, it does if you let it. Okay? What happens, I see it happen time and time again, not just with marginal performers but with stars they 
go to Hollywood, they make a lot of money, and they get offered a lot of money, and that's what they do. Um, and, he had a great you know, voice. I, mean, work, I wonder if he did know, any VO stuff. You work six or eight weeks on a movie, and you're getting those guys, not me, I mean, enormous amounts of money. And, and you know, I mean, the, the interesting thing about the movie business is they treat you like you're four years old. You know, the car will be there to pick you up at six in the morning. Please be ready. And, you know, here you, you're expected to get your ass to rehearsal on time, you know, and learn your lines. I mean, you have to be like an adult in the, in the theater business. But in the movie business, you're a baby. If you're a neurosurgeon, you know that if, unless you really, well, really fell off there. Brain, and pretty much <laughs> well, no, it, it, I didn't watch the whole thing. I pivoted to an interview with Bruce, Bruce Valanche for no reason. Um, but, uh, Keeping in the time with uh, what he was saying, he did a lot of shitty, quote-unquote, shitty videos, including Miami Vice. Yeah. He played a preacher uh, called Reverend Bill. This message is being down to 320 cable channels from a satellite right up there, right close to... He looks like Mark King from Level 42. Yeah, if Mark King, like, really liked cheeseburgers. J'm'appelle Mark. Got very good bilateral symmetry. Definitely. Because when I preach and make you feel good, I do it for the money. Because when you send me money, I go out and I buy things with it. I buy material things. Now let's talk about that. Let's talk about material things. Let's talk about matter. Matter is made up of particles, little tiny particles, which are held together by an attraction no physicist in the world understands. No organic physicist, no theoretical physicist, no physicist of any kind understands what it is, but they know that it's there. They know that all the subatomic particles in the universe are held together by this attraction, by this kind of glue, this super glue. People, God is the glue. God is that glue that holds matter together, and matter is material, and materialism is the accumulation of matter, and I love matter. <laughs> really good. It's the middle of the night. She woke up with heartburn. I remember this. They <laughs> did some Zantac commercials in the, the 90s. here was prescribed by doctors over the last five years, more than all other medicines of its kind combined. Yeah. Just yeah. one Zantac 75 relieves nighttime heartburn. So take one of these and call me in the morning. Zantac 75, the final word in acid relief. I mean... All those mistakes in right. my life. Wow, um, great. To fill it up. He was also on the Arsenio Hall show. I weirdly knew this is the Arsenio Hall show just by, like, the leading music. First of, first of all, uh, I want to say that I approve of the haircut. Oh, <laughs> mine or his? No, yours. I think it's a great haircut. Oh, but let's talk about that jacket. <laughs> Immediately starts busting Arsenio's balls. I've pizza-colored jacket before. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you love it. Uh, yeah. You give this guy a hard time, too. Is that Christian Slater? Yeah, that it's seems to be my... Harrison uh, Ford. My Harrison Ford, all right. Coming up as uh, being interviewed for Blade Runner. Various oh. other character actors in Cocoon, and lately, the man himself, Harrison Ford. And by the way, he says he wasn't scared of those snakes. Now, I don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> if he really wasn't scared, that's the greatest performance I've ever seen an actor give. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it like to work with him? Well, he's, he's, uh, he's, uh... <laughs> now, you're lying. Wait a minute, I gotta remember my lines here. <laughs> uh, no, he's a generous and... The they clearly don't like. What I love is that they what clearly don't like each yeah, other. Yeah, it's not really. He's it's, not there. This is the, This is a primer for two alphas uh, being forced to get along. They, you know, they they have begun to believe the stuff that they they see written about them, and uh, 
they, you know, they become, but let's face it, they have a different kind of life than, than we do. But Harrison is generous and he's, uh, he's a hardworking and a terrific actor. He wanted to be surrounded by the best people that, that they could. So they talk about that. But, I, uh, um, like the rest of the, the country, I watched all the Indiana Jones movies this past week. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know about the rest of the country. Oh, yeah. They're like trending top on Netflix right wow. now. Like everybody's watching this shit. Uh-huh. It's delightful. I'm really with them. Now, do you want to hear, uh, before the rips, do you want to hear Brian Dennehan is, uh, is my personal favorite role in his role as the tough cop and bestseller? Sure. I don't think I saw bestseller. Fuck you. And fuck your hairy friend. Hold it. What? I said, hold it. Jesus, yeah. you think you're El Pacino? Huh? Hmm? Don't break my fucking hand. Break your fucking hand. You're threatening a police officer on the second floor of the Southeast Division, scumbag. I'll kick your fucking goon ass all the way from here to Pasadena and back. You'll be picking that new rug of yours out of the freeway, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You might have been really mad at James Woods at that moment. Yeah. A lot of motivation there. But this this scene right here, this is a great performance in a movie nobody's seen. Yeah. Which is the definition of a working actor. Anywhere in the state of California. The only threat that's been made in this room has been made by you. I just got to watch First Blood this weekend. Yeah. Really good. Dino, thank mama. Let's see, a Maytag commercial he was in also, but he doesn't have any lines. What? God. Just him sitting in the back making pasta. How weird. Yeah, because that was the time where you would have to, like, ask any boomer, they'll tell you. The time where you had to, like, work all the time and you, and, like, Shops like oh the 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 washing machine re- like repair place had a, a kitchen where you could actually cook and eat because you'd had to work so late. That doesn't sound very good. No, definitely not. I don't think so. So we've got a couple rips. Um, some people pretending to like Brian Dennehy. Why don't we start with our uh, this man needs no introduction. Oh yes, the star yes. of stage and screen. This is the Dan Rather of our generation, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Spencer Carter. Fan season. Yeah, this really Whoa. fan season. No, that's just an old janky air conditioner. Spencer Carter looks like he's made out of Lego. He does. Did he say I'm very honored to be Facebook friends with him? That's weird. Yeah. He was like ninety. Yeah, he died. He died in New Haven. I love that COVID didn't take him. That's great. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, his old age. Make videos about actors that passed away. Oh my god! Sometimes there are actors or actresses that made a difference in my life. Oh god! I wish there was more of them. Makes a difference in my life. Looks like you're. Looks like you're sleeping in a motel. Again. Your door's open behind you. Close your door. The actor of films like The Gladiator. From 1992, not Russell Crowe's Gladiator, but the um, Cooper boxing what? movie Gladiator. Slow down, slow down, yeah. slow down. FX, Swallow. FX2 and First Blood, Brian Dennehy has died at the age of 81 FX, of yeah. complications of natural causes. Not nothing to do with the convoy. You know, complications of natural causes. Did you hear that? Just at the yep. age of 81 Nothing of to do with the convoy. Of natural causes. Not nothing to do with the convoy, you know, flu, flu virus thing. 
just a natural causes. That's what his family just said. This mo just uh, just 25 minutes ago on Facebook. Now, if you haven't seen a Brian Denny in a movie, you're missing out on a great, brilliantly great actor. I mean, yeah, he was overweight. Yeah, he was uh, not the pretty boy that uh, Mel Gibson or Brad Pitt were. He was just the everyday man playing roles that were larger than life. Great supporting, great character actor. A really, really great character actor who had some good leading moments. Now, here are some films of the great Brian Dennehy oh my God. That, I, that I watched. He did, his first film was Semi-Tough with Burt Reynolds. Didn't know that. Then he was looking for Mr. Goodbar, a serial killer film. All right, all right, all right. Jesus. Hey, wow. y'all. I just read that Brian Dennehy passed away. This guy looks like the man from the hills have eyes. <laughs> gifted actor. He had a hell of a resume, man. Been around for 50 years. He was good at playing bad guys and good guys both. He was one of those gifted actors that you believed in him whenever he played a good guy or a bad guy. And amongst his most notable roles, he was the sheriff in First Blood against mm -hmm. Sylvester yeah. Stallone. Hell of a movie. Hi, YouTube. This Just is cut off. Here today. <laughs> oh, wow. Jesus. Yeah. Through the power of the internet to connect and see your beautiful faces once more. Um, um, today, I got some sad news. Yesterday. Don't be um, alone in a room with this great man. Great actor. He was one of my favorites. Worked with Chris Farley. <laughs> Brandon, he passed away. And, what? Um, he was 81. And um, Oh, he it's died. Ryan Van Wyck from. What are you doing? I I was just about to do a rip on. Are you streaming? Want to go to the Weeping Bridge later? Darla canceled on me. Chris Farley, David Spade. Darla. And of course, the great Brian Dennehy as the dad. And, um, well, sadly, he's no longer with us, but, um, my condolences go out to him and his family, and, um, rest in peace, sir. Uh, John here, and I was actually recording a video a while ago, and maybe I'll still do that, but, you know, I had stopped to ruined. check on my phone and saw oh, yeah. Brian Dennehy, uh, has days passed ruined. away. And just wanted to take a couple of minutes and talk about Brian Dennehy, share some thoughts. Oh, thank God. Can't wait. I didn't know the, I didn't know the guy personally, but... <laughs> oh, no, you don't say. <laughs> wow. And the thing is, he always seemed like a very likable guy. I mean, and when it comes to the characters he played, whether it be good guy or bad guy, didn't matter. he always had a very welcoming presence. I mean... Going back to, you know, First Blood as that character, Sheriff Teasel, you know, great performance. And he wanted to hate films. He made a few of those. And some other films, which I was, you know, P looking Pornography. Up. Uh, you know, he was in Fist. He's just, he's cooking pasta stool. in the back. Brian Dennehy, he was in a lot of stuff, but I mainly remember. I also a lot of best stuff. moment was in First Blood with Sylvester Stallone as a bad guy. He wasn't really that badass, but he was pretty cowardly, and that worked a lot. But he was still capable of running stuff. Sick. Entire video right there. <laughs> Beautiful. That was it. Yep, he was still capable of running stuff. Running stuff. Very good. Thank God. Like having a town blow up from under his negligence. <laughs> from under his negligence. Reminds me of a stomach. 
Churning with acid. Yeah. Heartburn. Yep, I remember this one. This little pill can change all that. Zantac 75 helps prevent acid production for up to 12 this is, hours. It looks like he's on the intro the to the real world. Zantac 75 is so trusted. This is when people start getting real. Maybe the tide is finally turning. I'm talking about heartburn. Yeah, it's not. So, Andrew, I got a call from a government official the other day. Okay. And uh, I just want to share with you the madness, the lunacy of what's happening uh, with um, COVID right now. I'm actually, the, the Department of Health is calling you now. I just want to let you know. This is a voice. This is an important message from the CDC. You have been recognized as someone who has been in direct contact with a person oh or God. persons who have COVID-19 coronavirus. Oh, my God. You are required to remain where you are and self-quarantine for 14 days and possibly more due to your small wiener. What? Tiny <laughs> wieners have will in more quarantine days. Oh, no. Wiener size like yours could triple your time. <laughs> Please be advised that you have a tiny weenie. <laughs> now, how many people should I prank with that one? Oh, my God. That's really good. I can't. Well, I can't. Well, I can't. Well, the government. Well, that's fucking great. Wow. Um, yeah, so that was uh, Brian Dennehy Rip. Uh, gone too soon at eight. Well, gone just on time. Gone on time. Yeah, gone he time. fucking went out like a champ. Yeah, gone on time uh, on the line. I, I said earlier, he's he's walking proudly, held, head held high to be judged by Crom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Andrew, do you like... Uh, I noticed that there's been a big lack of stand-up comedy on uh, live streaming. What? I think that people, stand-ups aren't doing live streaming because they don't get an yeah, audience reaction. Yeah, why would they? <laughs> I think they should, though. Okay, all right. And that's my biggest goal. That I, I think in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to start doing stand-up streaming. Do it. It's like, great. Hey, guys, I got a stand-up set. You can use uh, it. You can do it here. You can use the green oh, screen. Fucking do the brick wall. Dude, that's what we're doing. There you go. Okay, so here's my, hey, guys, uh, my dick was in the, did you know my dick was in the Guinness Book of World Records? And then the then the librarian said, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> you know, we'll do this, and I'll be the audience. We'll be like, "How small was she?" Yeah, <laughs> oh, she was so small. Uh, what did Telly Savalas's wife say? And no, I never mind. I'm not going to say that. Um, <clears throat> this is a really dirty joke. My father told me a long time ago. Um, yeah, but I'm going to start doing, I just, uh, you know, doing some warm ups. Hey, man, do you ever think that Charles Lindbergh was driving a Target one time? And he's like, God. Yeah, you love this joke. <laughs> thank God I got out from underneath that baby. <laughs> but the best part is that there won't be any feedback. No, nothing. There'll be no laughter. Well, we actually buy a fan so we can play it in the background while yeah. you do this. And I'm going to dress like, like a hip, I'm going to wear a hoodie, like a hip, cool. Perfect. Like, hey, you got, wow. Like, hey. Like, thanks, for coming. thanks for yeah, coming. Thanks for coming. glasses. Thanks for coming. Like, doom, ba, doom, boom, boom. We'll play, like, sound effects of, like, glasses clinking and people, like. Um, oh, what's another joke I used to tell all the time? Oh, I can't remember any of my ill-fated stand-up jokes. I bet I have them in my notes. Would you entertain me for a Sure, moment, absolutely. Let me talk more about the post office while no, you no, do. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it'll be quick. All right. Um, I don't really. I the only thing I have for content is ranting about things. Like I'm, I'm really the Alex Jones of this uh, of this dynamic. Right. Oh man. I just wrote back down a bunch of jokes, and I just thought that uh, you know everyone would really like them. 
and then I went up and read them, and people didn't like them. Didn't at all. flood? Didn't you? Didn't you record it? I did at one point. Yeah, I, I never, vaguely remember this video never, floating around. I never listened back. It was um, it had its moments. <laughs> no, I did it a while ago. Yeah, it was a long time. And ago. that was actually people told me that it was good because good. I was born without the microchip that makes me have stage fright. That's why I was so it was so much fun when I played music, um, or when I play music, but. I, I never get stage fright. Um, I never get stage fright, but I never feel anything about it up until the three minutes right beforehand. And then I get like this insane adrenaline rush and I have to like do wall push ups or, you know, whatnot. Or like just. You saw me right before we went live last Friday. Like with five minutes to go, I just couldn't sit down. I'd like mill around the room and like just fidget and just like work off like this sudden burst of nervous energy but then after that like once you start doing it then it doesn't it's it's fine just make a difference right every now and then i'll see like a self-defense video from the beginning and be like oh man looking very nervous and then it just like stops just no we were never we never got no you know andrew what did the naked what did the elephant say to the naked man what did he say how do you breathe with that little thing oh god We should just put you on Twitch like this and just see how many people just drop in. No announcement. <laughs> I think that's just really funny. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't have it. I don't think I, I think I lost my jokes. That's all right. Can you believe it? I can believe it. Yes. That seems like exactly the kind of thing that would happen. No, I don't think so. Hold on. This has to happen. Okay, three, two, one. Three, three two, one. Two, three, one. two, one. I've got some other jokes coming. And you guys, All right. You are going to be like blown I'm going to be rolling. You are going to be rolling. You're going to get ready to laugh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Do I hate stand-up comedy? That might just be the thing. Well, that's what we're doing because nobody does stand-up. Uh, nobody's doing stand-up comedy stream shows because there's no feedback. But if we did them, it would be so awkward. And I would, dry, I would have to wear a suit jacket. Oh, yeah, of course. With like a turtleneck. Right. Actually, no, I like when I go and see stand up, I enjoy it. So, no, I guess I don't hate stand up comedy. I don't hate it. I just think that it can be done better, which is always the thing. It's like when I go to shows, it's the same thing. Where I'm just like, uh, um, yeah, I, I can't. Uh, I, I think this could be done a lot better if people practice more. And it was the same thing when I see stand up. <laughs> Where I saw somebody who was doing stand-up, and I was like, they're like, what do you think? And I was like, I don't hear a lot of laughs. Yeah, I was going to say, when we went to that stand-up oh. thing a few weeks ago, uh, we were like Statler and Waldorf we really, bar. But <laughs> stand-ups are very fragile. And, of course. And don't get, like, don't have the wherewithal to accept criticism. Weirdly, no sense of humor with most of them. <laughs> That's the best thing. <laughs> Name a stand-up that has a fucking sense of humor about themselves. At all. No, no, I'm doing a new show. And the thing with stand like, this is the paradigm, what I've noticed just from going to stand up shows and doing stand up for a little while. It's the like guy, mid 30s, Hail Mary pass as a stand up after funking out of music and being like, all right, I have a beard and I'm going to do stand up and I'm going to like do something wacky. Like, I'm going to attack, attach effects pedals to my, to my, uh, you know, attach effects pedals to my microphone, that kind of thing. And if you start with a bomb, you start to yell. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, that's super obnoxious. And then, 
Or say something about Trump, and then people are like, oh, yeah. Woo, clap, clap. yeah. And then it's woman who, moderately attractive woman who swears a lot. Yep. And talks about cum. Yep. And people are like, oh, 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 oh edgy. <laughs> yeah. And that's about it. And if that's what stand-up is now, I think we should change it. Okay. All Just right. I'm with it. Because both of those things are terrible. So, yeah. sure. And you know what? And they're terrible, but so are my jokes. So, I guess, you know, we're, we're good. But I love terrible jokes, and I hope you do too. So what we're going to do, and and, uh, we've been lauded and thanked for doing so much content in this time of corona, (laughs) that we're going to do some green screen comedy in front of a brick wall. I'm going to do a tight 20. I'm going to write a bunch of jokes off the cuff. Tight 20, right, Andrew? Sure. It's going to be like stand-up spotlight. And I'm going to have a stool and a mic stand. And I'm also going to have a glass of water. Okay. And you have gonna, to have the water on the stool. Yes, of course. And I'm going to be like, you know, I think we're just a bunch of congregated cells and we're not, we're not actually supposed to be here, which is what George Carlin would say. You know, I'm going to start aping and then until I find my feet, uh, I'm going to, until I find my feet, then I'm, I'm, I'm going to just do stand <laughs> I wish we could get Goody to do some stand up. No chance. No, we need to get at least get him, uh, you know, get him on uh, like a uh, like a wavelength with somebody. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about like what we could do. Like we could get him on a wavelength with somebody for sure, or um, because he's like really quarantined because he's super worried, right? That's his deal. I guess, yeah. But he, I, like, I, he thought his father was sick, but now I don't think he's sick anymore. So Goody is the ultimate worrier. Yeah. Oh my god. And that would be a great channel. That would be a great character for the channel. Be like, ladies and gentlemen, the ultimate warrior. And that's just, con- that would be, that's the his ultimate warrior. That's and that's good. his, and that's his comic role. He dresses up like the ultimate where he has no shirt on. And I put shoelaces on his arms and then he just talks about how he's worried. That's the With great the face paint and the beard yes. and everything. Man, yes. That's good. The ultimate warrior. A big yuck yucks. Welcome for the ultimate warrior. And then there'd be like a smattering of applause. It'd you get to so run in and like slap people's hands. Oh my god, this would be like the Alan Havy show. God, the Ultimate Warrior was up really all cool. night with Alan Havy, the Ultimate Warrior. That's an old character that I, I used for a little while. Like, I don't know, I don't know if I'm going to make my car loan payment this month. Oh, release the controls, Hulk Hogan. Uh, I came inside my girlfriend and she doesn't <laughs> talk to me. I don't know what's happening. She's late on her period. The ultimate warrior. Talk about things that worry you, that historically worry men. Hilarious. Hilarious character. The ultimate warrior. Anyway, you don't think so? No, no. It's got an annoying message. Um, oh, you did. Do you want to do uh, misconnections? I think we've got some. Yeah. Let's I, do it. I see you digging through, looking for more jokes. I'm like, <laughs> ah, they're not going to find these. This, this is really going off the rails big time. And he's looking for jokes that are not there. No, that's a fine. It's totally fine. Let's do some misconnections. All right. Uh, where is it? Yes. Uh, I love when that works. Yeah, buddy. Uh, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, misconnections. Where's my mouse? Fuck. Okay. All right. We're back. We're, here one, we are. These are from, these are some local flavor because we did two episodes in one week. Rest oh, assured, these are local? That's great. all local. This one's called Stress Relief in Schoharie County. Schoharie County, really <laughs> place where you huff free on. Andrew, in these trying times. In these weird times. We all s- some stress relief. <laughs> Andrew, 
In these trying time, we all some stress relief. That's true. That is very true. I need it, and I know you need it. Mid-50s male here seeking 27 plus. Oh. Wow. 27 is a very weird arbitrary cutoff. That's probably the age of the last girl he conned into sleeping with him once. Yeah, this is like, I just, I want to make sure you don't die as a rock star before I get a chance yeah, to, I want you to, leave to a go pretty, yard. Leave a pretty corpse, Crystal. <laughs> it's a cold world out there, bitch. Isn't there any fun woman here anymore? This one's this one's located in Troy-ish. Troy-ish, okay. Hello there. Are there any fun women left here at all? Struggling college students, oh lonely... This guy has a type. Struggling college students, lonely married ladies, bored, broke, divorced ladies. Uh, there has to be someone looking for some beneficial fun. Please Oof. put an item of clothing in the heading of your reply to read out spans. What Hair shirt. Like? Yeah. <laughs> A hair shirt, uh, slacks. Uh, what are what are some other items of clothing we could put in the pantsuit? In order to weed out spam, pantsuit's good. What else? Um, uh, a shawl. A shawl, excellent. A All right. A mink stole. All right. Um, daishiki. Oh, very good. Uh, a daishiki would double as a mask. Mm. No, it wouldn't. Anyways, to weed out spam, be. Uh, I get flagged by a dude that is a bigger loser than I, the Craigslist Police Jesus. <laughs> There's actually somebody called the Craigslist Police Jesus. He looks like Jesus. Oh, that's uh, then the bigger loser than I, comma the Craigslist Police Jesus. Right. All right. So there is sense. actually somebody out there called the Craigslist Police Jesus. All right. Look who, him up. Yeah. Who's like, look, I, I I know that my brother, the uh, the real Jesus, was put on this earth to make people feel guilty and whatever. But I'm the Craigslist police Jesus, born a long, long time after yeah, the I'm first I'm a different Jesus. kind of Jesus. I'm a different kind of Jesus. I just sit online all day and flag people. <laughs> that could be you. Who knows? Right. Oh, fuck. Hang on. Ah, goddammit. Hold on. A lot, lot going on here. All right. Uh, bored, like severely, LOL, in Schenectady. I'm uh, Andrew. I'm desperate to just hang out with an FM. FM? FM. FM. I could stand for FM. Is that just supposed to be female and you're just real stupid? Yeah, I think I'm going to say a female. Age, yeah, age you're of, very stupid. Desperate to just hang out with a female age of 21 above. Hit me up, please. I don't care what we do, even talking and getting to know each other. Pulls reply, T-Y, tie, desperate, means any female reading this, LOL, pulls, tie. Holy shit. Wow. What the fuck is wrong with you? You, When I was saying earlier, like, Craigslist, stick in the brain. This is how you sound. Stop. There's a a lot of factories in Schenectady. Yeah, just like a lot of fucking uh, mercury. Yeah. A little lead in the water. Uh, uh, By Curious. Married by Curious dude next door. 38 gym goer. Jim Goer. Jim Goer. Hi, I'm Jim Goer. Yeah. How are you? Uh, pent up from quarantine, wondering there's other dudes out there to chat, trade picks, ETE. Very nice. I, is everyone's keyboard broken? This I is so weird. No, people just get drunk at home. Uh, this one's called OK Cupid and Devil Makes Three. Oh, boy. I found your profile several years ago, and it was quite several years ago you saved an OK Cupid profile. Wow. I found your profile several years ago and was quite intrigued. You listed your favorite band. Which one was it? Seven Dust. (laughs) 
<laughs> you said your favorite band, quote-unquote, Seven Dust. And uh, everything in your description looked like a perfect match to me. I never responded because of my situation at the time. Oh, Scum. interesting. Oh, interesting. You were, you were in a loveless marriage where she checked your internet uh, traffic. It was good. Uh, but I am going to make a change, and I'm wondering if you ever found love and happiness. I would love to connect and start with a conversation. Very nice. This also, like, There's nothing specific in here that would ever lead... If I was that person who made the profile, I wouldn't even know they were talking about me. No, his name was Dan Hung 69. Mm, okay, that makes sense. April Park, Hung here. Uh, this is what I ask myself every this is you. morning when I wake up. Any bored ladies want to party? Space question mark space. Space question mark space. All but come party and hang out. No strings attached. Don't be shy. S space space period. No space. Lowercase. <laughs> Send a pic and get a response. It's as easy as it gets, Andrew. Wow. It's as easy as it gets. Uh, oh my god. This one's called uh, very topical. The air I breathe. How can you breathe through that little thing? That's it. <laughs> so you made an impression on me. Great joke. Oh, it's almost like naming your kid uh, Dick Gazenia. <laughs> the air I breathe. It's been five and a half years. Holy God. But it seems like a lifetime ago. It first started with friendship as colleagues and then steadily grew war as the state workers for sure. Yep. Work stress and the pressures of the job left me gasping for air. I love it. That's, I use that term all the time. Left me gasping for air. And you were the oxygen I needed. Gross. Then it all hit the fan. He needs to really expound and expand there, on like, all of these Everybody things. thinks everyone knows what everyone's talking about. It's what so happened? weird. What happened in the fan? Did you fool around at work and then your your supervisor, Pam, came in? Oh, it's not allowed. I've done my share of soul searching and I am still unhappy. You don't say. Uh, are you happy with your new life or do you still feel the same? No, I'm happy. Stop writing me, please. Very happy. Uh, uh, this is coming from Troy on Hoosier Street. So I'm not really sure if happiness is a uh, concept that many people grasp. Oh, boy. I'm looking for Ms. Bangs, B-A-N-G-Z. I saw you at the playpen, a, f a great clo now closed fucking strip club. I saw you in the playpen and would like Where to... Where was the playpen? The, you know where Capital Hideaway was? Uh Oh, in like Round Lake, yeah. right? Yeah, they okay. They changed yep. the name to the playpen. Got it. So in the playpen and would want... <laughs> I thought Capital Hideaway was a great name. Uh, I saw you in the playpen. And just one man would like to see if we could click outside that locale. Lawyer speak. Oh, God. You're trying to get a stripper to give you extras. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the fact that a stripper won't give you extras I know. is a Yo, testament for come you. Come on. What do you, it's a, a stripper from the North Country. Every, like, every stripper, if you fucking tip and play it right, they'll be like, okay, I get out in an hour. Where's your car? Uh, card it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have a card it. Uh, I wonder how best to make contact, and I figured I'd try this. Yes, this seems like the most efficient. I think you should go to OnlyFans.com. Uh, here's hoping. Ah, Miss Bangs. There's no stripper on Earth that you can't find within 20 minutes of using Instagram. Sure. Like, there's, they don't exist. Yeah, they don't, make they don't hide the fact. A lot of, most of them don't hide the fact that they fucking dance at uh, the, the bunkhouse or whatever. Yeah. Are you familiar with like geocaching where like yeah. you know, somebody hides something and everyone goes to find it? Yeah. You can just do that anywhere in the world with a specific stripper. If you want to have a <laughs> game where you just like Carmen Sandiego around the world looking for things, just yeah, yeah do do the strippers of Instagram fucking nice. uh, geocache. Am I saying that right? Geocache? Geocache. I think so. Geocache. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, yeah. Missing my toy queen. Hi. 
We got together once. You were you were a decent lady. Colored. Oh, God. My Lord. I'm going to read that again. Yeah, let's take this from the top. Hi. We got together once. You were a decent lady. Colored. Colored. Fuck. Okay. I'd love to what get together. Color? Uh, yeah. I got to, I'd love to get together again. You got off three to four times. Mm. Wow. My man has got it in the lips. Uh, others considered women only, though. Oh, well, then forget it. Oh, For, fuck fucking it. fuck you. I thought I was your toy queen, and then you're going after other girls. Kate from Niskayuna. In Niskayuna. <laughs> they put the location. Just yeah, that didn't Kate. seem necessary. Kate from Niskayuna, Niskayuna. Kate. St- this is written like. Like somebody would say it into a voicemail all mad. Like, Kate, you stopped by my house on Albany Street a few times many years ago. Albany Street is one of the worst streets in the Capital District. Where I is Albany Street? It's off of State Street in Schenectady. It's like really... Oh, I know. Never mind. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw you in Hannaford a few weeks ago, and I can't believe I lost sight of you that day. You are looking very good. Would love to meet up for old time's sake. Long shot, but what the heck? Albany Street. Albany Street. Wow. <laughs> he signs off with Albany Street just to, as a reminder, as a refresher. Wow. In case you forgot, picnic lunches in my living room, Andrew. That's one of my favorite things. Remember our intimate picnic lunches? I do not. Uh, our drives to Vermont and your meetings. Do you remember me going to the shoe store and you having to take me home? Oh, boy. I miss you, and I think about you a lot. You were my Fred Gwynn, and I was your hot what? Latin Jane Russell. Our this age got so weird. Yeah. Our age difference never bothered me. For you, no, us Latinas prefer older men that look like Fred Gwynn. That look like huh? Fred Gwynn? Are oh, you kidding me? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Fuck uh, my Lily, God. Lily. Lily. Oh, oh, that's as big as it gets. Wow. Fuck her, I did. <laughs> Imagine you're uh, you're in the park. You're talking to a woman you met pretty recently, and you, yeah. you know, like you just got. It's the first iced coffee day, and it's yeah. nice out, and it's just like a little breeze. And then a Trans Am drives by, and Fred Gwynn sticks his giant head out the window and yells, "Fucker, I did! Fucker, I did!" Oh, like, oh, oh, wow, what a weird day, huh? Wow. I mean, I guess if you fucked Fred Gwynn, then you know, I'd go for it. You fucked a celeb, yeah. Fucker, I did. Uh, I wonder if you ever think about me. Think about us. I wonder if you even remember me. Probably not. Although, I would remember somebody who had a picnic lunch. In my living room? In the living room. Yeah, it seems like I'd remember that. Uh, I am... Fucking Jesus. Andrew, I'm depressed and looking for normality. I don't know if that's a word. In her. Normality in her. Uh, I don't know how to tell you this, Andrew. Uh, I'm down and out these days. I haven't missed the connection. I did lose one, though. Carla. Uh, I've never really done this, but uh, between the quarantine and the depression, it's got me sitting here talking to you. Why don't you read the rest? I have to get a drink. All right. (laughs) Wow, what a weird handoff. Have you had that feeling like everything is just trying to keep you under? In other words, every wall you knock down is another one rebuilt. That's a bad lyric. Oh, this is awful. I'm just looking for a friend. I'm 31, a guy, and I'm pretty normal. I doubt that. And down to earth, certainly not. I guess I just feel a little buried underneath it. I honestly don't even know why I'm writing this. It's just a grain of sand in the hourglass, I guess. <laughs> Fuck! Who farted? Jesus! The days of our lives, fan, apparently. Only time will heal the inevitable brokenhearted. Weak. Really bad? You're fucking terrible at fucking this, man. Weak sauce, bro. Oof. Um, 
Are you uh, ready? I'm ready for a beautiful maybe Prager's redhead on 355. All right. You were with your mom. You like what kind of sneakers? I what? saw you checking me out. Let's Netflix and chill. Tell me what sneakers you like. I don't know. Win- Asics. Windstreak. <laughs> Windstreak. The Sears brand, Windstreak. <laughs> Voight. Voight. Uh, I remember CBT, and it is something very special. Yes, it is very special to me. Now, are they talking about cognitive behavioral therapy? Oh, maybe. Or is CBT like a sexual position that we don't know about? I don't know. I'm very confused. I, I thought remember. it was, um, what is that stupid shit everyone's trying to make you use now? CBD. CBD, yeah. No. It's not. no. I remember, by the way. Remember or not remember? Warm, wonderful night together. Me, 45-year-old white male. You, 38-year-old white male. We met at Laney's in Albany on Saturday. Where February. is Laney's? I don't know. Oof. I was buying a Laney amp. Oh, Albany. okay. That makes sense. <laughs> All right. The Tony Iommi model. It's great. On Saturday, February 15th at the bar and hit it off immediately. I wound up spending the night together at your place. Well, you treating me with a night of squirting orgasms that will never be topped. I'd love to see you again, and hopefully we can have a repeat performance. This time, we will have the dozen or so towels prepared. Mm. How about a dozen or so trowels prepared? Trowels. So you can dig your own grave. Yeah, it's going to be great. We're going we're gonna to put up a masonry wall. <laughs> Tell me where we had breakfast Sunday morning, so I know it's you, Sweet K. I know where he had breakfast, at the Y. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's happening? Um... Oh, shit. <laughs> I guess that's it. We end with Brian Dennehy looking very intense. Yeah. I miss him already. I miss him already. All Gone right. too soon at whatever, whatever. All right. Not bad. We've got a couple questions here. Do we really? Let's we fucking let's hit it. Let me uh, let me make the question thing happen. Hit it till I quit it. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah. It's back. Big time tweet. That's a is that a tweet or a squinch? A tweet or a squinch? Yeah. What is a squinch? I don't know. <laughs> Are you just making up words? I'm just making up words. All right. We've got Instagram ones. Um, I'll just read them for you, Andrew, and you can. Uh, All right, I'm ready. Have either of you ever tried to self-fillet? Almost doesn't seem worth the effort. I agree. I agree completely. Although I have tried. Yeah. And I when I was like 14, of course. Yeah. I realized very quickly. I was like. Well, here's another thing I don't like. Yeah, I know. Here's something else I can't do. Let's fucking add it to the list. Yeah, I've already done the G.I. Joe guy in my ass. <laughs> and now this. All right. I need a blowjob. Oh, God damn it. Um, uh, conspiracy. Normal people are dressing up in scrubs to get groceries. COVID stolen valor. We were just talking about this. That's so good. I think everyone should do this. I think yes. we should all wear fucking, like... Blue V-neck scrubs and just go to Target and have people be like, you know what? I'll get his coffee. It's yeah, fine. You know exactly. Stolen COVID valor. I love it. You yeah. know what? There's no valor in COVID. That's the trick. Yeah. That's what no. they don't want you to know. Yeah. No one cares. They went to Devry and got their fucking nursing degree. Have you caught this thing about uh, about hospitals like being on the brink? Sure. And everyone's like, oh my god. You know, the hospitals are being overwhelmed. 
but they're not. Most of them are on the brink because they canceled all elective surgeries, but the people who are coming in who should be paying the bills with COVID aren't coming in a lot of hospitals, mm -hmm. so they're just laying people off because they're like, yeah. I don't know, we can't do nose jobs. we got to figure something out. Right. Fascinating world we live in. It's very strange. Uh, do all many locals get mad at how much you guys clown on the city and its music scene? Not that I've heard. No, uh, I've had like one or two people like not even get mad, but like bring it up in a salty way. But like, yeah, eh, not really. Uh, I, I have to actually, but it's always just been like, what do you want to refund? Like, I don't know. If I also, I don't have that kind of relationship with people where they feel I'd listen to them. Do you know what I mean? It would just be like, oh, I know you should really fucking suck a dick instead and see how that works. I and did. Just I, make it weird. I did an interview um, with the local alternative news weekly. Uh, with, uh, you know, Overnight Drive in mind, talking about the podcast and everything. And it provided a nice local bump for us. But in the interview, I said that uh, a lot of local bands need to practice more. Yeah. yeah. And I got I got some flames over that. And I said, I said I don't know where the lie is. Yeah, no, it's exactly it. Find There's, the lie. These are, you, you're too pussy to kick somebody out because they live in Philadelphia. So you just practice once like before you have a show and you're not very good. That's what happens. Instead of having like a band or a group of people who you play and you make a, you make good songs and you play out of town, imagine that. Wow, uh, you just hang out and then when you oh my god we've got the show in two weeks and we have to write a record. I guess we'll do this, and then you write the record in the studio, which infuriates the person recording the fucking oh, record. Oh yeah, do it only the only way we do it now. It's great. Fucking just learn your shit and record. Um. I don't know why this reminded me, but I, I went to uh, to Peebles Island a few days ago Jesus. to walk around. That's wonderful. And uh, I drove past the old practice space, our old fucking, uh, what was it? What, what street was that? Pulaski. 75 Pulaski F. I really think that, I don't, do they still own it? Yeah, I think so. We should really see if we can get a rental there. We should just live in that house. My God. How much fun would that be? Do it. Take that fucking garage, or take the, the basement again? Jesus. I, I get in touch to boost the time. All right. I'll call him right now. I'm going to call I, him on the show. Last time I talked to him, it was ridiculously cheap. I think that the house is definitely still in the family. That's great. My God. I would be fucking great to live in a house. Let's do it. Get Goody in on it. My God. <laughs> we would all, I think it would actually be a good mix. Yeah. I don't think we'd drive it. And we imagine all the shit we'd churn out mm -hmm. like every day instead <laughs> of the green screen set up. God, that would be perfect. Cool. Anyways, uh, somebody's asking, what triggered the self-defense family backlog release? I don't know. We just had a backlog of a bunch of shit, and it's like a lot of time. We were actually supposed to all be... I should be doing this from Skype from New Mexico right now, where we were supposed to be practicing and writing the new record, uh, which obviously didn't happen. So I think just in order to be, I don't know, active, we, uh, we did that. Uh, there's more in the way. Some good, some weird. Mostly weird, but yep. yeah. There you go. Uh, last one, uh, list of shirts that'll get you canceled. Female body inspector. Mm, really good. Um, um, gas, grass, or ass. Just Google Sebastian Bach. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't exactly. have to say anymore. Yeah, a Sebastian Bach AIDS t-shirt. Just Google yeah, that one. There you go. Boom, That done. will get you canceled in a heartbeat. Um, fucker, I did. Fucker, I did is really good. Shirt. Great shirt. I would make it if it didn't get us, um, you know, fucking sent to Argentina. I think that's over. I think it's done. I think I think we ran out of gas with quarantine. All of a sudden, there was a real problem, and everyone was like, oh, this is nonsense. Never mind. No, exactly. That'd be cool. Because you see, now when you see people do, like, stupidly woke things, 
they're, the resonance isn't there. Like, they're just doing it because it's habit, but it does. Right. it's not like... It's not becoming an echo chamber as much. It's fun. Precisely. Um, that's it for questions. That's it. That's all right. All. Cool. Well, I think we've been going for a minute. I think we can call this. Oh, shit. <laughs> my my fade did not work properly <laughs> Bob, there. Smooth as Bob Claremont. Yeah, my, my B. That's all right. Jimmy um, Jam, I didn't know that who produced that song, by uh, Human by Human League. No. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Oh, no shit. Wow. That yes. actually makes a lot of sense. Got a little groove to it. You know, in my most anal of sound man days i was jimmy jam and terry lewis did the sound for the american music awards this is why their performances like the performances sounded so good and they had a simple trick which is to cut 480 and put and pin 16k on the equalizer jesus and it actually made everything pop and sound great i'm gonna do the entire episode like that i'm just gonna pop an eq on the mains (laughs) that'd be perfect and it actually worked out really well, and that was my little trick. I should actually do it months. as we talk about it right here. I'll fade it in. It'll just be like, oh, God, what is yeah. this? Um, you want to do our plugs? We'll get the hell out of here. Yeah, sure. Uh, first and foremost, olderghost.com. Olderghost.com. It's uh, so, uh, three, two, one. Three, two, one. <laughs> three, <laughs> two, one. Out here, brothers. Out here, brothers. Out here, brothers. Unique New York. Here we go. Three, two, one. Olderghost.com. Olderghost.com. Jesse works very hard to bring vintage to everyone, not just those who can afford it. Vintage what? Vintage clothing. She goes to savers. She goes to places she's not even allowed to go now she goes to the goodwill all other places just to find cool clothes that she thinks are cool and she hopes that you'll think are cool too and of course she will uh you're used to going to older ghosts on instagram now it is time to direct your browser to olderghosts.com and you will find a very easy and extraordinary experience in terms of buying vintage clothing at reasonable prices say no more do no more just go to olderghosts.com also, rhetoriccoffee.com. That's rhetoriccoffee.com. Got mine the other day, Andrew. Uh, if you like coffee and you don't like to pay a lot for it and you don't even like to go to a store to buy it. You can't now. You'd rather have a subscription service that delivers to your door every two weeks. Then go, uh, look no further than rhetoriccoffee.com. The pride of Oakland, California, if for some reason Bub Rub, Lil Sis, and Marshawn Lynch no longer existed on this earth. But hey, fourth place isn't that bad. RhetoricCoffee.com, also DanBassini.com. Dan Bassini, uh, by this point, you've everybody's heard about him. He's like the Ansel Adams of fa- fashion photography. Uh, he makes things look larger than life. He's like the Jacob Reese of fashion photography where he's, he's crossing new lines. He's doing something different that raises people's awareness and attention of how easy and how scammy normal paparazzi photography can be because all he does is secret trick is he uses a little Yashica grandma going to Disney World camera, the 35mm film, and he makes it look like the best. So look no further than DanBassini.com. He even made us look like a million bucks. Imagine what he can do for you. That's it. Also, you, also eugenics. Eugenics. Not, wait, not eugenics. It's, no, eugenics. What's that, well, no, what's, the, what's that? Eugenics. It's eugenics nootropics. What's the caffeine it's pill called? One to go by ah. pure nootropics. Okay, I thought I was close. One to go by <laughs> pure nootropics. Pure eugenics. <laughs> <laughs> One to go by pure nootropics. Uh, hopefully, you're our sponsor soon. That'd be great. Um, one sponsor we didn't say no to. Yeah, there's very few of them. Yes. All right. Well, be good, y'all. Um, 
I'll we'll see you tomorrow, but to you, this won't be tomorrow. This will be next week. So I hope you had a good time at the live stream. Uh, I guess we're doing another one. The the quarantine's still going on, so I guess we're doing yeah. another one next Friday or yeah, yeah, yeah. next this Friday. So oh yeah, yeah Friday eight o'clock. That's just our it's our fireside chat. I wonder if we have a big fire behind us. We we'll just chat. Like the Yule log. That'll be good. Hey guys. All right. Well, tomorrow I may even debut my uh, stand-up set. Oh shit! Big news. Big news. My Got stand-up. People who already saw it are listening to this now. I mean, like, oof, man, <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> no, or maybe I'm signing a uh, I'm signing a contract to be a writer on the Conan O'Brien show. Could be. All yeah. right. Be good, y'all. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.